Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of Trapped in My Mind. I'm your host, Seth, and today with me, I got my good buddy, Matt, aka Botas. Hi, everybody. It's uh, great to be here. Thanks for having me, Seth. Yeah, of course, dude. I feel like, I guess, since I'm going to intro by calling you Botas, I guess I should maybe briefly explain that, right? Mm-hmm. So, for anyone who may know Spanish that's listening to this, Botas means boots. <laughs> And this guy picked Boots or Botas as his Spanish name in what ninth grade, tenth grade. Yup. And that's just how I, I that's how I know him. It's, he's in my phone as Botas. So if throughout the episode, if I ever like name drop him, I'll probably say Botas, and that's why. So I feel like I had to just preface that, so that way people aren't just like, what the fuck's this guy saying? Right. But his name's actually right. Matt. It's not Botas. Does anyone yeah. else call you that? Or um, no, just you and like the people we played soccer with. Oh, they do? Well, I feel like some of them call me Botas. Like, the ones I don't know as well, because they, they heard you call me Botas, and oh, okay. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure my jersey says Botas on the back, so. The, like, the one Barcelona of them does. one, like the greenish? I think it's the green and white, or the, <laughs> I don't know what, what, you, you, you made, I don't know, it was green and white, it had, like, some yeah. zigzags or whatever. Yeah. I did not realize that, I actually, I do kind of remember you having Botas, the, the one we put 11v11 for. Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm. I, so aside from me and Miss Job, uh, <laughs> those are, there's a few people call you Botas. So I like that. Um, anyway, Matt, thank you for coming on. I'm super excited to talk about the topics that you identify, identified because you picked them all yourself. I sure did. Normally, me. normally how this goes is I'll send people topics and I just haven't been on top of it. So you said I, I'll, I'll bring some topics over tomorrow, as in today come over and you're like here they are and i'm like okay you kind of caught me off guard let's go for it <laughs> and uh the first thing that you said you want to talk about which i think is awesome is kindness and positivity and you have a little story i'm sure that goes with that so i'll pass it over to you why did you want to talk about that all right well so um this morning i uh, woke up and i went to go wash my car and i um, was waiting in line to wash my car it was the quarter car wash so they had you know four bays and they were all taken up so i was sitting there waiting in line for someone to get done and you know this guy pulls in and in this like old beater car like this middle-aged dude probably 40 50 years old pulls in pulls up right next to me and he goes hey dude and he you know tells me to roll down my window i rolled down my window and he's like yeah hey man um, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm good. How are you? And he's like, man, I'm great. He goes, just so you know, whichever bay opens up first, it's yours. And I mean, I, you know, cause when you go to those car watches, you can't really tell who's going to get done first. And normally it's just luck of the draw. But he was like, man, you were here first. Whatever bay opens up first is yours. And you know, people aren't normally that kind. And I mean, me and this guy had about a 10 minute conversation before one of the bays opened up. And it honestly, his kindness and positivity changed my mood for the whole entire day. Um, I was, you know, briefly explaining to Seth right before we started this that there was a there was a point in time this morning where I woke up and I was really nervous and anxious to come on here because I've never been on a podcast. And I was like, well, what the hell am I going to talk about? What am I going to say? And I was I was honestly debating on canceling. My excuse was going to be that I was hungover from the night before. And I had a Are bad you? headache, uh, a little bit, <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that was going to be my excuse. But, and I, I, I would not say I was just going to do it. I mean, I was thinking about it. Like it was, it was crossing yeah, my, yeah. my mind, you know what I'm saying? But you know, this guy's positivity and kindness, he brought 
you know, this morning. I mean, he was like, it's beautiful out. It's 70 degrees. I'm just chilling today. I don't got to work. And I was like, damn, you know, I, I need to be a little more positive and I need to, you know. So, I mean, his positivity and kindness completely changed the trajectory of my day. Um, so I, I guess I guess that uh, the reason why I wanted to talk about that with Seth and you guys was uh, mostly because I think I think we all could be a little more positive and show kindness to others, especially in the world we live in today. So yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. There's actually a couple things in that story that I guess I just have comments on. For one, I'm surprised to hear that you were nervous to come over because from how I know you, I feel like you're one of the least nervous people I've ever met. Like I feel like doesn't matter what the plan is you're like sure i'm game and you'll talk your ass off and be outgoing <laughs> for it so that's it's interesting to hear because i feel like a lot of people get nervous before shit and just maybe don't express it as much as others so glad that you came um and uh for anybody who might be wanting to come on but be nervous just know that it's two people in the conversation so you're not on your own if you come and you don't feel like you have anything to say so i'm glad you made it um but going back to like your the, the point of your story uh Dude, when somebody is positive, when they don't have to be, that's the thing. It's like that fucking changes your mood instantly and like your outlook of like the day. So I, I'm glad to hear that you have like a experience like that because I mean, just for me, like I feel like pretty much every job I've had, there's like that one coworker who's like always in a good mood. And like mm-hmm. if they're not there, the day sucks because it's like, fuck. No one's here being positive. Like you realize how much somebody being positive like just makes you want to be around them more and also just makes you like enjoy yourself more. So I would agree with you if we could all kind of be more po- like a more positive version of ourselves, I think it would serve a lot. I think it would serve ourselves better and others. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's contagious. It really is. I mean, I mean, there's really just nothing else to say. But something that I uh, thought of when you were mentioning the nerves and things like that, um, I don't want to go off on a tangent too bad. But no, we're good. With the the, it, it brought up a good point. You know, I think um, I think people need to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. So like, I feel like the best things in life come from when you're nervous. So I guess what I'm trying to say is when you sit in your comfort zone and do things that um, are normal to you, nothing new, just stay in your comfort zone, you're not going to have those life experiences that that you would have if you were getting out of your comfort zone. And I know that's hard for a lot of people to do. It, may, it You know, it's nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. Maybe anxiety is involved. But I think on the other side of that, um, you end up having the best experiences of your life. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's hard to see that when you're like nervous or you have fear of what's, you know, the unknown. But I was actually just talking to Darian. Well, Darian was kind of telling me on my podcast, like, because we, we brought up what, like, is lying okay? And on the opposite side of lying, like, you know, you have hurt once you find out you're being lied to. But the opposite side of that is like growth. And so would you never be hurt if you never knew the lie? Yeah, but you also never grow and have a lesson learned. So it's kind of like the same thing with like, fear and anxiety sure you could be comfortable if you're never doing these things that challenge your anxiety or challenge your nervousness but on the other side of that i would agree with you more often than not i think it's a good surprise because you yeah, do something that you exactly. haven't done you're like fuck yeah it makes it it's right like yin and yang yeah. of life it, it really is and yeah i mean and that kind of you know you it kind of goes with that philosophy 
that, um, you know, you miss out on 100% of the opportunities that you don't take. You know, Wayne Gretzky? You know, maybe. Is that, is that him? You miss 100%, 100% well, of the shots you shots don't take. Don't take. Yes, yeah. That, Wayne Gretzky, yeah, right Michael there. Scott, yep. Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes, yep. So um, you heard it here, third. Um, yeah, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And I think that's true. So, you know, if you see an opportunity present itself, don't get nervous and be afraid. And that's hard. It's, hard. It, it's easier said than done, mm-hmm. for sure. But, you know... Try your best to just make it happen and, and, and be along for the ride. Yeah. You know what's one thing? Like every time I see or interact, like for example, if I was in your shoes at the uh, the car wash and like that guy did what he did, I want to know why he's so happy. You know, like I want right. to know like what his deal is. Like not bad deal, but like what did something happen? Did you get good news today? Did you just like hit big on the lottery? Did you just like get ma- like, get married? Like what's... Or are you just always that happy? Because I'm always curious of like, how does somebody keep such a positive mindset? Because like, for me personally, I feel like generally I'm normally pretty positive, but I don't know if I'm perceived that way by others as we're like the certain people I have in my mind of like people I've worked with. It's like, they're always positive. Even when like, there's nothing going on that's like super positive for them. It's just, it's just another day. So how do those people keep such a positive mindset? And like, how do they, I don't know. I think it, I'm envious of it. I wish I knew how to do it, but I got a couple ideas for that. Okay. So first off, I think I know why that guy was so happy. So okay. you know, through our like ten minute conversation, you know, he told me how busy he was at work this week. He worked uh, something worked for Dodge or something. I don't mm-hmm. know what he did or whatnot, but um, you know, he he basically basically he had a long week at work and he didn't work today. That was all it took for him to be, I mean, that was all it took, you know? So I think the main takeaway there is, you know, don't sweat the little things. Yeah. See, you know, like, I mean, he took, like, there's probably so much stuff going on in this guy's life right now. Right. And he decided to just enjoy the day and be happy that he didn't have to work. You know, it's, he, you know, it's kind of like freeing your mind from from all the 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 little minuscule shit that really doesn't matter in the long term. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, like that's something I've been trying to make a conscious effort to do is to not sweat the little things. Cause I I maybe it's just me, but I get caught up in the little things a mm-hmm. lot. And what I mean by that is like, you know, something happens during your day or throughout the week, and it and it it puts you in a bad mood. But is that thing gonna matter? you know, a day from now, two days from now, a week from now, mm-hmm. probably not. So, I mean, if it's not going to matter a week from now, why are you letting it, you know, ruin your mood in the present? You know, if it's not yeah. going to matter in the future, who gives a fuck? Yeah, no, I know. And I, I mean, I'm very guilty of that. Actually, just this this other day, like uh, it was a Wednesday or Thursday, I was like, so I recently got this house, right? And there's lots of things I want to do to it. And I don't have an infinite amount of money to do these things. So I'm looking at all these projects. I'm like, I just got overwhelmed myself because I was like, okay, I'll, in my mind, I'm like, I'll attack this first project. I'm feeling good about it. And then halfway through it, I'm like, well, I'll start another thing too. I didn't just like finish it. I just kept starting different things. And I'm like, dude, I have so many different things. And I started looking it up like the cost and like the work to do it. And I'm like, fuck, I just like really stressed myself out. And I went to bed and like pissed off. Like my house is fucking shitty. I got nothing to like, <laughs> and it's not. And like, here right. I am today and like, I don't feel as shitty about it. So it's like, I really should have just not have let it get so, I don't know, uh, 
shouldn't have let it like get te- to you, tear down right. my yeah, right. like day because right. it's like i'm gonna get to it eventually so i don't know but going to the like your point of the guy's um ability to be positive because he wasn't working maybe it's my negative mindset but i pull from that like well maybe you should get a different job if you're only happy when you get away from your job you know what i mean yeah i think that's a very valid point because uh you you know money is good and all but at the end of the day you want to do something that you can enjoy or at least not hate yeah yeah i i think as long as i feel like uh, this is a complete different tangent but if I have purpose in my job, I don't have to enjoy it all the time. But if I feel like there's some purpose that I'm serving in that job, then for me, it's fulfilling. But if it's like just some bullshit busy work where I can't even really see the value that I'm adding, oh, man, I, I can't, can't do it. I can't relate to this topic any more than what you just said because I feel the same exact way. Oh, yeah. The same exact way. Yes. Yeah, like like to, it, yeah. to a T because I've gone through shit like that. Where I'm working a job and I'm doing busy work, things that don't matter, and it's like I want to do so. I want to do shit that's important. Yeah. You know whether it's important to the business or important to the you know people I work for or whatever. I want to do. I want to have a sense of purpose. I don't mm-hmm. want to be you know filing paperwork or you know just. I don't want to be doing shit that makes you feel useless you know in a sense well i feel like you it, know? i feel like just disposable is the word like yeah anybody could do this job right now so what and i'm not saying i'm like way smarter than anybody else but my strengths are different from doing routine monotonous tasks and yes yeah, some i mean i think every job comes with a little bit of that mm-hmm. which i have no problem doing a little bit of that but if like right. if i can't see exactly what i'm doing and how that like adds value to the process or the company or like society then why would i want to do it i I just feel like anybody could be put in that position and i i don't know and maybe that makes me sound like uh conceited or something like oh i'm above that but no not at all not at all but i don't know i just feel like i can't i if something doesn't have value i don't want to be doing it you know even if it is paying me i agree i actually just um yeah, I, I, I agree because I, you know, that that's something that I, and I mean, I know what you just, you know, you just said you don't want to come across as a dick or whatever. Yeah. Or see, but I feel like there's a lot of jobs where you can find purpose that aren't that they don't, they don't have to be the most important jobs yeah. in the world. Yep. You know, but it, there there are some jobs, on the other hand, where you're just doing mundane shit that's yeah. that's boring as hell. Like you said, disposable. And I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm going with that. But I just feel like I just feel like well, I guess what I'm trying to say to you guys is that, you know, even if you don't have like the best job right now, if you can find purpose um, or or find ways to contribute that are more than just doing that disposable shit, not only will it make you feel better about your job. But it might get you a raise or a promotion too, because mm-hmm. if your boss, manager, whoever sees that you take the initiative that you want to be more involved, you want to be more involved with this company and this business, they're gonna like that. Yeah. So I agree completely, and like and like you were saying, I would also agree. Like it doesn't have to be like I gotta be finding the cure to cancer. It can literally be right. here's a process. My play, my place is to optimize this or find the inefficiencies and improve upon it. Okay, there's purpose in that. Cool. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like, here's some files, I need this, you know, organized. Right, right. 
Right. And I've been there, done that, and it's yeah. not fun. Yeah. I think everyone's done it. I, I think especially a lot of like starting off jobs, mm-hmm. whether it be co-ops or even entry level, there's a lot of that, which is fine because I feel like if out of everybody, you know, the new people maybe should be doing that just to earn their stripes. Builds the resume, whatnot, you know. Yeah. Then you put on your resume, you know, collaborated with team members, yeah. you know, making reports sent to the CFO or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all about putting it on the resume. Meanwhile, you're actually just filing shit and organizing. Yeah, papers. and then making it sound nice to look what I did. Right. Yeah. No, I yeah I like uh, I like the story about the positivity because yeah, like I said, several people I've worked with. It's a bad day when they're not there. So I think if I could learn to be the positive source of, you know, energy or positivity, that would better serve me. So good story on that. Completely different fucking transition (laughs) here. Uh, And I'm curious to see what you have to say. You wanted to talk about aliens. Yeah. So natural transition, you know, we go from positivity and kindness to to aliens on this podcast. So what what about aliens? Uh, I guess, why did that come to your mind? Well... You know, this morning I woke up, I was sitting in bed, I was like, all right, what's some lighthearted shit we can talk about? And you even got a fucking astronaut over there on your thing. Yep. You know, well, because Kid, Kid Cudi's man on the moon. This could be an alien brain, for all I know. I doubt it. i have to ask Ross. You brought it. But thank you, Ross. I really, that's cool. I like that. Because yeah, it's, it's trapped in my mind, yep. and that's really fucking cool, by the way. It's a good piece for the podcast. Um. Anyways, it, it's just really a topic that intrigues me, and I, I'm not like... I'm not a full-on conspiracy theorist or anything, but it's just, it, it's something I like to think about, and it, it kind of stems from, it kind of stems from the fact that, like, I always, I always wonder what, like, and this is getting really, like, broad, like, I, I always, like, wonder what our meaning is, is, like, a species, and I know a lot of people probably don't think about this every day, they just go to work or whatever, but, like, something that actually crossed my mind a lot is, like, one day we die, Yeah. you know, and, and I always wonder, like, where do we go? Like, like, and, and I'm, and I, and I grew up Catholic, you okay. know, my whole life and I'm still a Catholic. I don't go to church anymore, but I believe in a God. I mean, I don't know if like everything that happened in the Bible, like makes sense. Cause mm-hmm. it was written by another person. Yeah. And you know, people don't always tell the truth and I'm not saying it's not true, but like, I believe there's a God. I don't believe the big bang just fucking there was nothing and then there was a bunch of shit okay. like how does that happen like i don't i don't believe that for a second somebody put the shit there for that to happen or you know like yeah like i just i believe there's a god um and i pray actually i have i have a cross on my chain i haven't taken this off in like eight years okay and i pray every night to god whoever that is but like i pray every night and mm-hmm. i i do have a little more catholic of a faith like i believe in god but like i said it can mean different things mm-hmm. like it doesn't mean it's like the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ or or yeah. whatnot. It could be some higher being that, you know, that put us here or whatever. And, you know, throughout time and stuff, we've referred to that person as God through things we've seen or so whatever. Like the idea of God. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. that's kind of what made me really think like about aliens and, and start to be curious about them because I was like, shit, well, if there's if there's all sorts of other species out there. And, like, the world's going to keep going and the universe is going to keep going when we're all dead. It doesn't make me feel as bad. You know, because I'm like, shit, one day we're all going to be dead. And it's like, what the fuck? We all, we all were here. We all, you know, we were here on Earth, whatever. We're all dead. And it's like, oh, our life didn't mean shit. Like, yeah. like, a, like I'm talking like a billion years from now. You know what I mean? Like, if everybody's gone, like, I'd be pretty pissed off. 
But like, if I know that there's other people out there, there's mm. there's probably other civilizations and shit. Or maybe if I could have a guarantee that I knew that like people were gonna fucking make it, you know, like like make it that far into the future. Yeah, like that's cool and all. So that's that's really where it started. So like, I watched like random documentaries and YouTube videos, shit like that. I um I watched one uh, on Netflix not too long ago about this guy named Bob. L- Bob Lazar or something. Okay. He was like the first person that brought the whole Area 51 shit to the mainstream media and to the spotlight. And I really think anybody that is semi-interested in it, go watch that because it's fucking crazy. Um, it's on Netflix. I don't know what the exact name is, but if you look up, if you Google Bob Lazar, you know, Netflix documentary, you'll find the name of it. And I'll give you a quick little rundown. I mean... This dude claimed he was a you know physicist, mm-hmm. whatever, um, got a job at Area 51, and the shit that he claimed that he worked on was out of this world. Like like he claimed he worked on like UFOs that were powered by like antimatter and shit, and that could that 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 literally defied gravity. They had no fuel source, mm-hmm. shit like that, or they did have a fuel source, but they couldn't replicate it, and. Um, you know, the, the things that actually kind of bring truth to his story, which is interesting, is yeah, for one, they had this like certain like hand fingerprint scanner. And this was like, I want to say, I don't remember exactly, maybe the 80s, mm-hmm. 1980s. So this shit wasn't around then. But like a fingerprint scanner where you put your hand on it and it like scanned your hand and that you had to do that before you went in, before you went into the, um, the, the facility or whatnot. And like... Nobody believed that when he said that. Well, a couple years later, those are a fucking thing. And, like, people are using them. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, this ended up being real. Mm -hmm. This dude talked about it years before it actually was, you know, public. But it was real because Area 51 was already using that technology. You know? And um, another example is, I want to say it was, the element was, I think it was 115. And it's an element on the periodic table. That didn't get discovered, I want to say, till like around the year 2000 or something. And um, he he publicly like came out and, and basically said that they were working with this element in like 1980 something. Yeah. And I guess I don't know how like chemistry and shit or fit, whatever it is, the periodic. I don't know how that shit works. But what I do know is like apparently there's like an active state of this metal in a not active state. So we were able to synthesize this metal, um, or I think it's a metal. Fuck, I don't know. But it's like it's a element. It is element, and we could, but it was not activated. So apparently, activating it, whatever that means, activating it is what allowed them to use it as a fuel source. Whatever the aliens, flying saucers, whatever the fuck they were, they they that that's what allowed them to use it as a fuel source. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we can't activate it apparently. But the people doing the documentary reached out to like ten physicists or whatever like throughout the whole world like like that are world-renowned people and like eight of the ten were like no it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility to be able to activate this element you know even though we haven't done it yet so that was interesting that he came up with an element before it was actually yeah you know disclosed and then there it is and and when one more thing i'll add to that on this documentary um in order to hide the fact that he like worked at Area 51, 
they completely scrubbed his education. They completely scrubbed his previous job history at this lab that he worked at before Area 51. Um, so so they were trying to like basically decredit his mm-hmm. story when yeah. he came out with it. Um, however, there's 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 like phone books from that lab that he worked at that had like people's names on them because this was back in the 80s mm-hmm. and had their phone numbers. He was listed as an employee on that book they found. In addition to that, there's newspaper articles about him working at that facility in the 1980s. However, you call that facility, they don't have any record of him ever working there. Yeah. So like to me, that's like... You know, you might not believe everything in the documentary, but, like, that's kind of crazy. Like, why the fuck would they do that if this guy had no credibility? Oh, I definitely think that there's things that just aren't shared with the the masses by Mm -hmm. the government or whoever. Probably by big tech companies, the government, just individuals. I think there's definitely things that just aren't shared because I think it would cause panic. And, I, I mean, I don't know. But, and I also think that there's... I think there's aliens and what they in some capacity. Now, mm-hmm. do I think that they're these green, big-headed <laughs> creatures? Not necessarily. Right. But to me, it's it's wild to think that we have such a vast, like space, and like the Milky Way galaxy is only like a blip on all of space. To think that there's no other type of life form, I think it's crazy if you think there's no other life form. I'm not sure that it's going to be like other humans. Or even anything remotely close to humans, but there's got to be other life. So I think in that definition of alien, they definitely exist. And I think reading about aliens is interesting. I think for some reason, more and more people like it's it's becoming less and less of like a conspiracy type thing. It's more like yeah, they're probably there, but is it as like the movies say it is? I don't know. Right. right. But I mean, I'm all over the board with what with what you were just saying. One thing I want to bring it back to is. Um, you said like you were questioning what the meaning of life is mm-hmm. and that's i think that has to be looked at in like two different ways because like if you're questioning the meaning of like your life well to me i think kevin said it well on his podcast like really what purpose do i serve it would be to kind of make the people that i leave behind remember me for something that i did positive like that's really the only thing that brings me like fulfillment if i i mean because i'm gonna i'm gonna die and i don't believe that i'll go anywhere else i think it's i'm dead after that Mm -hmm. and so what's really the purpose of me being here just have i don't know just to exist i don't know i I don't know the answer but i think for humans or anything like as a species or like even if we're talking about all these aliens and all these species there i don't really know that there is a purpose because if everything's gone (laughs) you know like you know, am I making any sense? No, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I get, like, no, I get what you're saying. Like, and I don't think it's necessarily negative, but like, if the human species just wipes out, what was the purpose of the human species? Just to keep evolving and and becoming better versions of ourselves or worse versions of ourselves? Some will say. I mean, what what can we do as a human species to leave behind if we're all not here? Like. There's just no purpose, I don't think. Right, and to continue a tangent off that, I know we're not, we're kind of going away from the aliens, but that's fine. That's fine. This is this is kind of interesting, you know. You know, I, I, I don't throw anything out the window when it comes to people's like theories on either what happens when we die or what the fuck we're even doing here in the first place. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't throw any theories out the window, and it's not like oh, I'm a. You know, I I hate the government. I don't trust anything they do. It's not like that, but it's like 
those motherfuckers might not even know what's actually happening. They try to tell us, and it's in our our media and stuff, but, like, we don't know. Like, we could be, like Elon Musk thinks, we could be living in a fucking simulation. For all we know, we don't know. Yeah, and honestly, who cares? That's the thing, too, is, like, I hate that everybody has to, like, find, like, hey, what's what's the meaning of life? Tell me, because I don't know. Fucking make your own meaning of life. Oh, yeah, you'll never get a straight answer. You got to find it yourself. Well, like, there's, like, there's several, like, videos and TED Talks, like, what is the meaning of life and stuff. It's, like... Why am I asking somebody else the meaning of what my life should be? Just f- fucking self-define your meaning of life. And if you don't have one, I don't think that it has to be a sad thing. Like I no. really, and I and I, I'm probably in the minority here, but I feel like if you don't have a meaning in life, it doesn't mean it's sad. Like life goes on. After you're gone, life will go on. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't, then all the humans are gone. Well, <laughs> then that's it. Oh well, <laughs> right. I mean, just enjoy it while you can. And going back to even your positive thing and kindness, like. Be positive and kind as much as you can, but also enjoy the not so positive times because that makes you appreciate the positive times more. So I agree. I mean, yep. I don't know. I just so we tied it in aliens and kindness. Boom. Yeah. So or life. So meaning I, of life and aliens. We can kindness, go back. We can go back. Like that. We can go back to aliens. So <laughs> no, no, because no, I'm what curious. Is, so what is your like? What what is your belief with aliens? Do you okay. think that they're out there? So yes, hundred percent. I okay. like. I think. I think. You know, I hate to, like, alienate any of you guys, but, like, you're fucking stupid if you don't believe. (laughs) I'm sorry, but, like, yeah, this is my hot take. You, I mean, if you don't believe there's any other life in the whole fucking universe. Yeah. I mean, come on, like, 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 wake up, you know, there's no way. And you can think of the science behind it. There's all those, like. I took an astronomy class in college and there was like, there's this whole equation. I think it was called like the Drake equation or some shit where they like took all these factors, multiply them together. And basically like, there's like almost no chance that there's no other life in the universe based on how many like solar systems there are, how many planets that are in a habitable zone, like compared to their Mm -hmm. star or sun. I mean, like, so like they took all, like all sorts of random shit into consideration. They were like, yeah, there's like, no way there's no other civilization so i i 100 believe there is um i think there's a little bit of there's definitely there's a lot of bit of debate as to you know whether we've ever like come in contact with them or if mm-hmm. we ever will um you know i'm not someone that's like oh yeah we've totally came in contact with aliens but i don't throw the idea away because you know i like i said you know the the government they they could know shit that they're mm-hmm. not telling us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, like, why is Area Fifty One like the most heavily guarded place on the fucking planet? Like, I mean, it's like shoot on sight if you get caught in there. Mm-hmm. Like, they can literally just kill you. Yeah. You know, there's no other military base in the whole world that's that's that protected. It, it's crazy. So you know, they could be hiding shit there. That or it's just military like experimental shit they don't want other countries knowing about. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I definitely think you know I, I, I believe there's hundred percent aliens. But I, I also entertain the idea that we haven't came across them because the universe is just so vast and so large that we just haven't come across them yet. But then on the other hand I also entertain the idea that we've already had contact with them and that doesn't necessarily mean it just happened like or it's happening right now but but if you've ever seen i've i haven't watched it a lot but i've seen some episodes of like ancient aliens and mm-hmm. stuff 
And there's just a lot of things that that sculptures like hieroglyphs or things that were like written on walls and shit from way back yeah. in the day, you know, that just kind of make you think like, what were they drawing? Like that looks just like a fighter jet, but it was like, you know, mm-hmm. the year 1300 or some shit. Yeah. No, no I mean, it was actually probably before. It was before that. I mean, I don't know when the fucking like, like ancient BC. Egyptians. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that shit. So. I mean, I don't, I don't even need a, I don't need a scientific formula to tell me that there's probably life out there. I believe that there is too. Mm-hmm. But the weird thing is too, when, when you're hearing you talk through that, it's like, um, you know, how do we know that spice is so big? Because we're just believing science blindly. That's the thing. That's too, is true. Like, That's another thing. Who knows? What, just, if, what if it's literally mm-hmm. just the Milky Way? Or like, yeah. I mean, what we if have, there's no space? These are, these are all assumptions and sure they're, they're found by doing science, but like. They haven't, we haven't been there. We haven't, like, and I'm not saying, like, the moon. I believe the moon was real. Right. I believe, like, I believe we've gone to, the, like, mo- the moon and Mars, and we found, like, the planets in our solar system. But, like, beyond that, we're guessing based on different science things. And maybe I just don't understand the science. So I believe that those things are there, but I kind of, like, blindly believe it. You know what I mean? Well, like, right. we don't know what the fuck is out past what we can see. Yeah. I don't so, think. Yeah. Some, I mean, some I sciences are, I mean, like... I mean, there's certain things that that just are scientific and make sense, like things that we can observe here on Earth. But I think there's an ex- like there's a point where science also becomes a belief and almost becomes a religion. Yeah, if you think about yeah. it, because we can't see outside of you know, like our like you said, our solar system, whatever. Who knows if if it's even true that there's all that shit out there? We don't know. Yeah, and sure, we can use I like. Again, I'm so real stupid because I don't know much about like I guess it'd be astrophysics or f- physics, but like they can like look at the pressures and and the gravity and all these different things and how light travels and they can assume that space goes on x amount of distance. But again, that we could be completely wrong about that. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there's not maybe it's not as big as we think there is. So maybe there's not life. But my belief is that yeah, there it's huge and. If it's that big, there's no way that there's no other life somewhere else. But again, I also don't really give a shit because <laughs> right. like, that's the thing too, is like, everyone's like, oh, the government's hiding the shit. Like, I'm pissed. It's like, why? If you knew right now that there's aliens for sure, would your life be any different than having it be hid from you? For me, I don't think it would be. Now, maybe if I was like allowed to have an alien as a pet or something, <laughs> that would change my life a little bit. Maybe for the better, maybe for the worse. But like if the knowledge that there was aliens in the world was around it would not change my life at all so do i give a fuck if they're hiding it from me no i don't and honestly this brings it back to the episode with darian which haven't hasn't been aired yet so you might not know what i'm talking about but we were talking about lying and stuff like if i don't ever find out about a lie does it affect me and like she was she was saying and i think most people would agree with her that you just want to know things like up front because it's going to be less um like shocking whether you tell me there's aliens now and we just discovered them or you tell me there's aliens in 40 years and you knew about it for a while, I'm going to be just as shocked and I don't really care. And also, if I don't find out that there's aliens ever, even if there are, am I going to be worse off for not knowing that there's aliens? Like, that's one of those, that's an example of like the lies that if it, if there are aliens and it's being kept from me and being lied about, I don't give a fuck. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. So, I, I understand that 100%. percent we, It doesn't change anything. No, because we were talking about lies and I think for the most part, yeah, you want to be honest and there's things that you shouldn't lie about, but like things like that, don't give a fuck if you're lying about that to me at all. Because it really doesn't... I mean, yeah, I'd be like, oh, wow. There's, 
fuck, there's aliens. And then I'd be like, all right, well, go about my day. It's a little thing. Oh, I didn't even hear that, so. It kept going off, so. Oh, well, the guy's, guy's popular. Yeah, I got to make a, you know, got to turn it down because I keep getting all those messages. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a nice little segue. We were talking about aliens and the fear of aliens is called xenophobia xenophobic your fear of foreigners feeling of aliens and that brings us into the next topic you want to talk about is american privilege lots of times people uh, are scared of foreigners or are hard pressed against foreigners because this is america and this is you know great and on the opposite side of that people say that america is not great because we are racist and we're all these things but I'd like to see what you have to say about American privilege. And that was a kind of a terrible segue. That but. was awesome. No, that was a fucking great segue. I well, we're here. That. We're here to the new topic yeah. now. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so, and, and I kind of came up with this just because of everything that's going on in the Middle East right now, all the conflict. You see the videos online. I mean, innocent people are... You know, stuck in between countries. Israel and Palestine, you know, right? Yeah. And I'm not going to give comments on one or the other. That, you know, that's not something I, first of all, not something I know enough about. So I'm yeah, not going to, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to take a stance on something I don't know enough about. Um, and second of all, I think the bigger issue is the innocent people that are stuck in the middle. And that's kind of where I came up, like, with the idea to talk about American privilege just because of how um, lucky we are to live in a country where we can do whatever the fuck we want, be whatever the fuck we want, you know? And there's people overseas that have to be worried about bombs falling on their heads. Mm -hmm. And it, it, with our current, you know, climate in our country, um, I think there is, I think there is a, a lot more good things about our country that people fail to see. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people want to point out the bad, um, and of course, that's what the the news and the media is probably going to push to you because it 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 brings in more money for them, it brings in more views, more clicks, whatever. But there's because because it, it brings up more controversy, mm -hmm. it brings up more divide. But I think there's a lot more good in this country than bad, and I think we should be, I think we should be so so like lucky and we should be so grateful to live in a country like this because there's people that are like fighting to try and get to our country you know and 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 that are trying to migrate to our country to live here because america is the best fucking country in the world and then we have other people that live in our country that say how much they hate it it's like fine go fucking to israel go to palestine T tell me how it is and then come back you're gonna you're gonna feel you know what i mean like you're you're going to you're going to feel fortunate that you have the opportunity to live in the United States. Mm -hmm. So I just I just think in my opinion is I think a lot of people take it for granted. Yeah. And I I so I agree. I think even giving even give like even considering our um weaknesses as a country, I still think it's one of the best places to live. Now, granted, we're both white men, right? right so it's right. like, yeah, it's not gonna be hard for us, right? And but That's true. but, and, I get that. But I still think that even if you are like a minority in America, you're gonna be better off than lots of these other countries, even if it's like you're like a local to that country. Why do you right. think so many like 
foreigners want to come to America. And it's we're not perfect. There's definitely, I think, um, still inequalities based yeah. on race and gender and sex and all these different things. Those exist. I, and I would, I and I think it's dumb if you think those don't exist, at least to some extent. Right. However, right. I still think you don't have to worry about like, I'm trying to check my privilege here. Well, no, and that's, I think that's good that you're like, that we're like acknowledging the fact like, like this is coming from the viewpoint of two white males. You know, it, I think it, it's also, it's always good to like acknowledge your bias and, you know, just to, cause I mean, that's the best way, you know, is to put yourself in someone else's shoes or to at least acknowledge the fact that you're thinking of something might be a little skewed compared to other people. I think that's really, you know, good that you brought that up. That yeah. it's, you know, that's from our perspective, but everybody else has a different... Yeah, and we know. could be wrong, but I would agree with what you, the one point you said of, uh, you don't think it's as divided as it seems. Because Not I would agree, all. because, and again, knowing that I'm a white, straight man, I don't face lots of... Uh, I guess bias would be the word maybe, but even, even like considering all that, uh, I don't see it. I don't hear about it. Like from individuals personally that like face all this shit. The only place I really see all this divide and all this hate is on social media or in the news because yeah, it's controversial. So it brings more attention, but I don't think that actually represents holistically the United States. Well, well, yeah, and that's a good point. And I think, um, you know, there's, I think there's, you know, overall as a country, there, I think there's far more good going on. Yeah. There's far more good people than there are bad people. There are some bad people. And, you know, and I think that's where this stigma is coming from is, you know, the bad people are ruining it for the good. You know, there's a few bad, you know, there are bad people out there. There are yeah. going to be, there's, you know, and it's always going to be that way. There's always going to be people that are racist against some ethnicity or whatever they just that there's just gonna be people that are like that that are racist that are sexist that are homophobic whatever there's always gonna be people that that are like that but i think the direction our country is headed um is a lot better i think there's just more and more and more and more people are like you know starting to i don't even i don't know how to word it they're just more and more people, especially with our generation growing up, you know, we're, we're taught a lot about equality and we're taught a, a lot to accept everybody. And I think, why the fuck wouldn't you accept everybody? Well, we I, are. You know, like, we yeah, are. like, like I treat everybody the same until they give me a reason to treat them differently. You well, know yeah, what I mean? But that's my point. Is so we grew up being taught equality, but there's lots of, I would say, maybe communities who probably aren't. You're And you're right. You're 100% right. And I think, though... You know, especially with all the exposure that these topics get um, on the political front and on the media front, I think um, more and more people are going to be more accepting. And I think, I think, I think there's, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think there's a lot more good people than what the media might lead you to believe. Hundred percent agree. Because, because here's the thing: the government and the media, they love to divide us. So they're mm-hmm. going to want you to think that there's, you know half the country's racist, half the country's not. They, they they want you to think things like that because for one, it gets your votes. Yeah. At the voting booth when it comes around. It gets their votes that they want. They're all fighting for votes. That's all they fucking care about. They don't care about us. And then you got the media that just pushes this shit because they make a bunch of money off of it. 
Yeah. Well, why do you think every single every single like major concern turns it, it gets become it becomes politicized? Like, look at the COVID mm-hmm. thing. We don't have to go down the COVID line because honestly, I, I'm kind of exhausted. You probably talked about it. That's fine. You know, I'm trying to like move out of the COVID phase as the rest of the world is. So let's just yeah. And that's acceptable because CDC said so. But oh way, yeah, I'm not like ignorant to it. No, I don't no. do stupid shit. But no, I already no. had. COVID that was more a so a joke. Ago. Oh, got but, you. Uh, but like, but that got politicized. So it's like, the, it was almost like if you give a if you give a shit about COVID, and if you take it super seriously, you're a Democrat, and if you don't at all, then you're a Republican. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. don't tell me what to believe because right. of who I may or may not like, you know. Right, and I think it's tend a, to yeah, and I think it's a totally false narrative too that they push because, yeah, you know, from just people that I know. You know, there's a lot of Republicans that are really that were really fucking scared of COVID that yeah. took it very seriously. Yeah. There's a lot of Democrats, you know, that might have been younger, like my age, that said, "I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna go to the bar." So yeah. you know, I mean, there's just they they try to create these polar opposites, and you know, I just think there's like like kind of like you know going circling back all the way to the beginning of this topic. You know, when you said that. Um, you you were talking about that that oh shit what was it? When I, did I lost the segue? my train of thought. When I no, did the segue? You, it was right after the segue. You you were talking about. Oh man, I lost it. Oh well, I'm, but but I guess you know. America, I said. Uh, what did you say? America is seen as like racist and we're xenophobic, so we're scared of like foreigners. Or lots of times, but here's another thing too, especially being no, in business. No, this was it. Okay, go, we're go, a go, lot go. more alike. You said that oh, yeah. we're, we're very, we're a lot less divided than they said. That's exactly what you said. You said we're a lot less divided than they make it seem. And I think that is true. You know, oh, yeah, between sure. political party lines, whatever, I think we're a lot more alike than what they want us to believe. That is what I was, that's what I was trying to yeah, say. Yeah. I also think so. I also think that we all have differences, but oftentimes if you put people in a room together and I could be wrong for saying this, but from my understanding, most of the time, those differences don't really, we don't really give a shit about. Like, mm-hmm. if you actually, like, break it down, like, do you really care right now? It's like those little things. You might care in the moment, but afterwards, it's kind of gone. So don't be so fucking hateful because you disagree with somebody in the moment. You know, that's another one of those things, right. bringing it back full circle to positivity is, like, don't let the little things bother you, but also don't get upset about, like, the little things, like, which is kind of the same thing I just said. But, like, you know what I mean? If I disagree with something you're saying, fine, dude. Fuck it. We disagree. Right. right. And that's the thing. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. And I think I think you instantly become, I want to say, like, I don't want to say a more intellectual individual, but a more, like, I mean, your your eyes become a little more open as soon as you are able to um, kind of, like, just open your eyes to other people's viewpoints and at least listen to them. Mm-hmm. You can have your own viewpoint. You can disagree. That's fine. That is completely fine to have a different viewpoint. I think it's fine if somebody came to me and said, oh, I have the exact opposite political views as you. I would say, okay, let me hear them. And I'm not going to, and I'm not going to like combat anything they say. I'm just going to listen to what they say. And I'm going to say, oh, okay, well, that's good. I'm like, I'm glad you shared that with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I might respectfully disagree, but I'm never going to hate somebody or or not be friends with somebody based on political beliefs i refuse to do it because yeah. it's it's something that that's become so common in our culture nowadays yep 100 percent. there's 
several people who I can think of where like they'll tell me their views and in my head I'm like oh I think you're so stupid for that but like am I gonna let that stop me from being like their friend like, no whatever we can disagree completely and it's fine but uh and honestly I this was something my brother was saying on on his episode um it's weird that like we if we disagree we want to talk about it and like learn why we disagree but we never do that when we agree on the same thing and it and I think it's and I and I suck at explaining it the way he did was really much much better. But like, if we'd never questioned our thoughts because we were always thinking the same, well, that's how gr- group think is like formed. Yeah. So, just because we have the same thought doesn't mean we shouldn't discuss it because maybe we have the same thought, but we got to that thought differently, or maybe we think we have the same thought and we start talking through it and we realize, oh, maybe maybe not. So, it's it's just it's it's funny how, as humans, we want to just talk about the things we disagree about because we think we can learn from it. But I think we can also learn from talking about the things we agree about, you know? And he said it way better than that. And I, when he said it too, it was like, I never thought about it that way, but you're right. If we agree on something, usually we disagree and then we move on. Well, yeah. And another thing, um, kind of tying into what you just said, um, people tend to surround themselves with people that think the same way as them. Mm -hmm. And, I think that's very dangerous because, you know, that's how cults are formed. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But seriously, though, but seriously, though, like, you know, it's dangerous because you need that outside perspective. If everybody had if everybody, you know, had the same exact upbringing as you, same exact perspective, same exact beliefs on everything, then you're just going to be like a sheltered dumbass. Yeah, pretty much. You know, so you're going to be feeding off the same. I mean, how can you grow? And that's right. the thing too, and I feel like this is one thing that I was very happy to have learned from school and a little bit from work as well, is diversity of thought breeds innovation and it breeds like growth. So if you're not getting diversity of thought, you're not growing, you're not becoming more creative and you're just, you know, you might feel happier in the moment because you don't, your, your opinion's not being challenged, but on the opposite, opposite, bringing it back again, on the opposite side of challenge is growth. So it's like, hit me with some shit that I disagree with or that I haven't, I haven't even thought of before. Cause you don't know what you don't know. So when you start hanging out with these different people that come from different backgrounds, different age groups, different cultures, it might be like kind of shocking and uncomfortable at first. But like you said, you have to become, you have to become comfortable with the uncomfortable situations and conversations and all these things, because that's how you fucking learn. And you have to, again, listen and be open and mindful instead of Okay, yeah, we'll talk. And then you're not ever talking. You're just generating responses, like pre premeditated responses in your head, you know, because that's what a lot of people do too is they'll say, oh yeah, like I, we, we tried talking it out, but how many times like are you in a conversation yourself where like you're arguing with somebody and you're not listening to what the person has to fucking say. You're just thinking of the next thing you're going to say. And that's, yeah, that's not productive either. And, you know, this is a kind of on topic, kind of off topic, but like you just said, when you're arguing with somebody, you don't listen to what they say. <laughs> I think another good thing um, that people should try and do, and I sometimes I fail to do this too, and I really try to make a conscious effort of it. If you're mad at somebody, before you start arguing with them and freaking out, like 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 take like five, ten minutes, maybe. Like if this is over the phone or texting or something, take five or ten minutes to just like chill out before you respond. And I I can almost guarantee you. Your response after that 10 minutes is not going to be the same response as you had right off the bat. Oh, dude. 
amen to that. But people hate like so. I've actually done this. I talked about this on the podcast too. There was like two different occasions where it was with like close friends, and it was gonna go real soft real quick. So I said, hey, I'm not even gonna read this right now because I saw the book that you sent me, and I know it's just <laughs> charged with hate. So I'm not even gonna read your response. I'm not even going to read it, and I will re- I'll respond to you tomorrow because yeah, I want to take care of our issue. But right now, if I read that, for one, I don't think you mean those things. For two, I'm going to come back way fucking harder. <laughs> so I'm going to move, and we're going to talk about it tomorrow. And both times I said that, the other party was like, no, yeah, fuck, don't even fucking bother. Like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And then I came back the next day, much more calm, and it turned out fine. So it's like, you're right. Take that pause for yourself and for the other person that you're arguing with. Don't say some shit that's super hateful. Take the second. And then analyze the situation for what it is the next day mm-hmm. or an hour later or something. Because that's, again, sweating the little things. Everything's going to seem like such a fucking huge problem in the moment. Everything. And if you give it time, as cliche as it sounds, time heals all. So it's like, all right, well, now I have some perspective and I fucking brought my heart rate down and I breathe. I bre- breathed. <laughs> yeah, I breathe <laughs> and, and I'm feeling better. So that's a big thing, too. And I try to make a conscious effort of it as well because I used to be like... A fucking really mean arguer like i would straight up just tear you apart and now i just i'm more zen you still tear them apart just the next day no i i, <laughs> I usually will just I'm concede just i'm like yeah okay whatever it's not worth it it's not it's a little things so and uh, yeah yeah they look perfect it's a good yeah <laughs> if you had something else to say on that no that was exactly like you took the words out of my mouth i was gonna say it's the little things okay so before well, I'll just go right into it. You brought up food. I'm just curious what you had to say about food and why that was brought up. All right. Well, so this morning, I was hungry. As most people are in the morning. Yep. So that's where it came from. I was I was really hungry, and I was like, shit, I'm going to add that to the list. I Is got... there a certain food you want to like speak to? Not really. Uh, shawarma. Shawarma is really good, but I can uh, go off. I can make a list about like 200 things that are really good. Um, I, you know, one thing I can say for sure, I'm sure a lot of people that watch this live in Livonia. And I, I texted my, one of my best friends this, this morning and said, yo, I want to go to Senate later for a chicken Euro. Yeah. So I'm going to say right now to everybody watching and you're going to fucking thank me for this. Send me a DM on Instagram or something when you, when you have it, but like go to Senate and get a chicken euro and put some extra like tzatziki sauce or whatever that shit is on there it slaps bro anyways but in a more serious matter what's your favorite kind of food or steaks okay steak or pizza steak and pizza pizza. but i have to just interject real quick because you said you think most people in this listen listen from livonia and i think most people probably do but this uh just want to give you a show of where we are, Mr. Worldwide, we got uh, Germany, United States, Brazil, India, Germany, Japan, France, Canada, Grenada. Actually, I think that was probably Simone. United Arab Emirates, don't know who that is. Morocco, that was probably Carla. Greece, Dominican Republic, Bangladesh. She's no in idea. Morocco? She was. No idea where that's from. Switzerland, Poland, Honduras, Singapore, Spain, Portugal, Indonesia, UK, Norway, Tunisia, Pakistan, Australia, and Guatemala. I don't know where those people are listening from, but we're Mr. Worldwide over here. We're, we're doing it big. So, All right. Well, you I guys might pro- not have a Senate Coney Island near you. so I'd say probably I'd say probably like 
88% are probably listening from like Livonia or like Wayne County. Yeah, Metro. And the rest of that, man, they'll be like, what is Senate? But maybe they'll bring more people to Livonia. Yeah, next, uh, Senate Coney Island can thank me when there's a line of 2,000 people at their door because they all saw Trapped in My Mind and they were like, <laughs> saw or listened, <laughs> apparently, because I mean, I don't make those, those things up. You saw it. That's the analytics from Anchor, so... I don't know. But but so steak and pizza. You're a simple guy. I like it. What's your favorite kind of steak? Oh, okay. So like like favorite cut or whatever. Like mine is a filet. You no, give me a filet, I'll devour that shit. New York strips are good. See, filet, I don't know. But okay, so real quick. Best meal that I can think of, I think, is Grey Ghost in Detroit. It's, it's I'm not going to give a full story just for time purposes. But their steak is really expensive. But they're known for their steak and their cocktails. And that steak is like my ideal steak. And they have filet and they have New York strip usually. And they have an alternate, alternating menu. But their New York strip to me is fucking delicious. <laughs> oh, oh. Man, you look like you literally look like you'd make love to it. I Do you? No, I plead the fifth. I okay. have that right. Okay, okay, so okay, okay. okay. No comment. Fair. But, I mean, pizza's good too. But like So pizza. what's your favorite food? Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I would definitely say... Steaks up there. Um, I fucking love shrimp. If you give me some shrimp Ooh. pasta, oh my god! Oh, you lost me mm. the pasta, but shrimp. Mm. Okay, well I love pasta, so I'm I'm Italian, so I like, like pasta too. But so shrimp like, pasta, dude, like yeah, like shrimp scampi. You've never had like I've like, had it. Like oh my god, mm-hmm. uh, the garlic and shit in there. Yeah, mm. I feel like garlic parmesan shrimp or like yes. grilled yeah, shrimp. Yeah. Oh, grilled shrimp is is by far. So oh, I would I'm definitely say hungry. like like shrimp dishes. Um, pasta, pasta is like. One of my favorite foods. And actually, recently, I have just been obsessed with Mexican food. Okay. Like, holy fuck. I love it. Yeah, like Las Plapas. Oh, dude, I love ploppies. Oh, yeah. All right. By the way, uh, my friend group and I call Las Plapas ploppies. So if, okay. Botas so, and Las yeah. Plapies. So if you're on, so I already said my dream meal. Like, if I was on death row. If you're on death row, you got one <laughs> last meal. <clears throat> Or it doesn't have to be All death right. row, but if you had one meal, what would it be? And where from? Well, I'm actually eating it next weekend. Um, <laughs> I'm going to Vegas on Saturday. Okay. That was a good-ass sheesh. I'm not good at that, bro. <laughs> that was fucking really good in the mic. Anyways, um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to Vegas on, Satur- on Saturday. I'm going to Vegas. And there's um, Gordon Ramsay has a steakhouse there. And I've had it a few times, and it's fucking to die for. Um, like his beef Wellington, his signature mm. dish is like the best fucking thing on the planet, dude. Really? Like it doesn't sound like it'd be great. Yeah. It so doesn't. they take they take like I think it's a fillet, and they like they wrap it in some like mushroomy or I don't even know what the fuck they wrap it in, and then they like put it's like a pastry over it, but it's not like like super doughy or anything. Mm. It's like a, a pastry, but like, dude, it it like melts in your mouth. It's like the best thing ever. So would it be the steak so, or the beef Wellington? From there, either one, like on it. Well, the beef Wellington has steak in it. Like it's oh. like a fillet, and it's wrapped in this shit. Oh, okay. So I don't even know Wellington. what it's wrapped in, but I I get it, and it's really good. So Gordon Ramsay beef Wellington dish would be your your meal. That would be yes. If I was like yeah, yeah. Okay. If I had one more meal. Well, I have to ask since we have you in recording. If you're going to Vegas and you, let's say you hit it real big, mm-hmm. will you? I'm not coming back. You're not coming back? I'm just playing. I was going to say, I was going to make an ask, like, yo, will you, like, help me get some, like, studio mics or something? If you hit it big, like, I'm over a million. That's all I ask. Bro, I'll get you some fucking studio mics if I make. Well, how much? All right. First of all, how much are studio mics? Um, 140, and then the stand was, like, I don't know, 70. 
So like a couple hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, that's all okay. I ask if you hit it big. If 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 I win ten grand or more, I'll buy you studio mics. Okay, well now it's I'm a philanthropist, so you know. So now it's locked in. Yeah. So if you hit it, where's my money? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian from uh Family Guy. And you gotta have me on Stewie. again. You gotta have me on again. Yeah, well duh. Cause, Cause like you know, it's like sponsored in part by me. Yeah, but then we'll have point. a different perspective. You know I mean? It'll be a different boat house. Oh, it'll be a different boat house. Fuck yeah, I'll be much richer. I'll have a cool car. I'll yeah. probably put it down. But if I if I won like ten grand in Vegas, I'd put like five grand down on like a cool sports car or something. Like what? Uh, a few things. Maybe like a Mustang or something. Oh, okay. uh, I probably buy. First of all, I'd buy something a few years old, like like twenty fifteen ish. There's okay. some BMWs that look really nice. Yeah. So I'd buy it used, and I would just finance it. Whatever. It'd be kind of okay. fun. But. I will say, don't get your hopes up. I've never, I've never like won at the casino. So, yeah. Well, I think it's meant I, to go I, against. Yeah, you. I lose. What do like, you play? But I lose like all my money every time. What do you play? Not like all my money I have, but all I that I came to gamble. Oh with. yeah, I know how um, it goes. So I, I'll, I'll play. I'll play blackjack. I'll play roulette. Um, Roulette's a bitch, dude. It'll get you, dude. It will get you. You'll will, be doing good. You're like fuck yeah, and then, and then it just it, takes. All one. I gotta say is ride the red. Okay, I will buy the red. red. Don't try to catch black. Hey, hey, oh no, this isn't gonna go out by the time I go to Vegas. I was no, gonna it's say gonna be a couple weeks. I was gonna say I was gonna say anybody in the comments on. I know you put like an Instagram post. Yeah. I was saying anybody in the comments, give me a number to put on the roulette table, and the two. one that gets the most number two. Okay, I'll do number two when I'm there, and if that hits, get the studio mics. <laughs> no, but I, I yeah, blackjack, roulette, um, three card poker is really fun, and I've I haven't played it a lot. I just played it the last time I was in Vegas, and it was a fucking blast. Hmm. So three-card poker is awesome. If I'm, like, drunk enough, I'll do some slots, because at that point, you don't want to have to... I fucking hate You don't want to have to think about, like, like... That's why I do the, roulette. The card games, you know? So uh, you lose all your money on slots, though, so... Yeah, I hate slots. If I'm... Well, I only gone... I'm never going back to... Unless I'm in Vegas, I'm never going back to a fucking... Yeah, I haven't casino. been to the, to a casino in about two years, and that was in Vegas the last time I was in the casino. Well, I wish you better luck. Yeah, let's, let's hope so. Was it April showers mean bring May flowers? So maybe you'll get, you know, there's some you can pull something from that. that I quote. will. Yeah, I'm gonna be thinking about that when I'm in Vegas. And when you win, you'd be like, "Fucking sad." Dude. I'll be like, "Fuck, dude." <laughs> um. Anyway, I, so kind of been all over the place on this episode which i have enjoyed um before we go i always like to end it with a mental health tip so anything you do to achieve mental health anything you do to prioritize mental health or if you're having a bad day maybe something that you can do to kind of pull yourself out of that that rut um what would be your mental health tip so first of all i i think it's good to to make a conscious effort to improve your mental health i mean that's like one of the biggest things it i don't honestly i think that matters way more than any certain you know, than any certain like approach you bring to actually improving your mental health. I think the most important thing is t- making a conscious effort to do it in the first mm-hmm. place. Because like, I guess what I'm saying is you don't need a foolproof, like you don't need a set way to do it. But if you're consciously thinking of it, it's going to happen and, and you're going to improve your health. Um, that being said, I, I think it's really good to um, make sure you have a good balance in your life between your family, your friends your work. Work's important. I know a lot of people our age are really concerned with grinding at work. You know, I want more money. I want that promotion, whatnot. And they work long hours and they don't, they don't, they don't realize what that does to their health. And uh, that kind of leads to what it brings, which it brings stress. And, you know, I, 
I work with a lot of older people at work sometimes and you know I, I like to listen to their wisdom and they'll tell you stress is a killer I think I literally I, I honestly think the key to a long happy life is keeping your stress levels low yeah it wipes you out man you get fatigued it wipes you out eventually you're gonna hit a wall and you're gonna have health problems or something and and it really does deteriorate you and I think I think having a good balance in your life between the things that matter to you most, so not just work, but doing other things. You know, people think in order to to make it in the in the business world or in order to make a lot of money, I need to work like fifteen hours yeah, a you day work like a dog and, and sleep two hours a day. But that is not true. Yeah. It is just not true. You know, you can you can do it working your normal forty hour forty to fifty hours a week, and then you know having a good balance because. Because when you're only working, you know, when you're working a normal load and then you have a good like life outside of work, when you're at work, you're going to you're going to be so much more productive. Yeah. So that 40 to 50 hours is going to feel like, you know, 80. I feel if like you even less right. than that. Like, yeah, lots of times there's times where I don't have shit to do. But honestly, that's just work smarter, not harder. Yeah, 100 percent. And then the, the, the last thing I will say, and it's something that has been a theme of the whole episode. I know it's kind of hard to identify a theme considering we've we've talked <laughs> we about it back. we've talked about everything from like living in America to aliens to food to being happy. Um, the one thing that actually kept coming up in every conversation was don't sweat the little things. And I that that is like that's something I've you know I I can't say I'm a hundred percent successful at it, but it's something that I have really been trying to make a conscious effort of and. It has made me so much happier. It really, it really does. As soon as you start to get upset about something, just kind of take a step back, take a deep breath, and just remember it, it. It, it's, it's very minuscule on the grand scheme of things. So yeah, I like that, and I think it does work if you can do it. It's hard to do, very, but that's a good tip. So, Botas, Matt, thank you for coming on, man. It's been fun. Um, if, if you're listening to this and you'd like to come on the podcast as a guest. Uh, hit me up the instagram and facebook is timm podcast yeah it's timm podcast <laughs> or to text me or get a hold of me somehow uh is there anything you want to promote yeah sure go uh, for it a couple things really quick first uh my girlfriend andy hargis she does some bomb ass hair so if you need your hair done hit her up that's her on instagram men's follow too? Her. She'll do it. Yeah. Not men's as much. She does a lot okay. more women's. However, she does my hair right now and she does a really good job. Yeah, so so she's still hair. practicing though. So, but she would love to have more men's hair to cut okay. and practice. She'd probably do it. I'm not going to say, I don't want to, you know, make a promise on there, but she might even do it for free for you. So I don't know. Um, anyways. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Hit her up. Also, I'm always down to make new friends. So if any of you guys want to uh, follow me on Instagram when Seth posts this out. You yeah, guys I'll can tag all, him. At all yeah, this. you can tag me and everybody. Feel free to follow me. It's you know. It's you cool. follow back. I mean, oh, I follow everybody back. Fuck yeah. So and other than that, I do want to mention. I want to ask you, you know, for your Guatemalians and Moroccans and and everybody else and Brazilians watching, um, would you ever be interested in doing a Zoom call? podcast yeah, i've been taught i've you... actually been asked a couple times to do like that and well this will sound like uh i don't know how this will sound so the people that have been in the united states have asked me to do that i'd said i don't maybe i just mm -hmm. haven't like i've been lazy and so i haven't like looked at how to do it even though it's pretty easy but like if somebody outside of the country definitely wanted to fuck yeah so whoever is listening to the this podcast from outside the country 
yeah, hit me, like, send me a message or something. I mean, I don't know how the fuck you found this, but I think it's awesome. So <laughs> I would love to. And even the people who aren't in Michigan who would like to come on via Zoom, I'll work on it. I just gotta stop being lazy. So awesome. you have me saying, you have me in, re- in in recording saying that. So we'll get to you. So didn't you real quick? Didn't you uh, have like a uh, Instagram that like rates drinks? I do. Um, it's called Drinking Up Detroit. Just one word. If you want to follow us, give us a follow. We, you know, we just try different bars, different craft beers, cocktails, things like that. Just have a good time. Um, we were actually at uh, a little place that we saw on TikTok last night called Evening Bar. It's like the one on TikTok. It's right by the Shinola Hotel. Yeah. There's like the two little eyeballs yeah. and that's it. Yep. Just on a plaque and then a door. Yeah. So like we went in there and had a couple drinks and took some pictures. We'll end up posting pictures of, of the drinks. Nice. And like we give a little rating sometimes and yeah. Yeah. I needed to prom- I, I, I followed that. So I wanted to promote that because I, I, I figured that. You, you maybe just forgot. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. So I think you know what? Maybe I'll start a new segment every every week of just like unsolicited ads of like things yes. that we like because I'm not getting paid for them. Might as well just shout them out. But also the thing I it'd be uh, rude ad of breaks. me. Start yeah. ad breaks. Nah. Little little quick commercials. Eh, maybe, but it'd be rude of me not to mention that I got the idea to ask where like if you want to promote anything from my brother's podcast, um, a pizza in my life. So they have a podcast. It's comedy based, but it's my brother and Pizza Eric. Um, so check them out because they're really good and they have a lot of funny shit. Uh, but they always ask their guests if they have anything they want to promote. And I'm taking that idea from them because I think that's pretty cool. So check out um, all the shit he just said. Uh, ladies and gents, hit up Andy for haircuts. Um, and then go, go. Uh, what's, the, what's the drinking name again? Drinking Up Detroit. Okay. Check it out. It's lots of cool spots in Detroit. And who doesn't? Well, there's a lot of people who don't like drinking, but a lot of people do like drinking. So hit it up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and thanks again. Until next week, guys. See you later. Thank you. <laughs>